Can you believe all the blowouts this weekend in the Big Ten? But it did separate the men from the boys, I think. And we have some interesting games on the schedule coming up this weekend. We'll cover it all. Locked on Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I am Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We always appreciate it. And we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started on today's show blowout city every game was a blowout this weekend more issues for the hawkeyes but they keep winning plus our big 10 top 10 top 10 observations by me over the weekend maybe they match yours stay tuned for that be sure to subscribe and follow lockdown big 10 for free wherever you get your podcast that way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. So all seven Big Ten games were decided by double-digit margins this weekend. Kind of a snoozer in that regard. Not super exciting if you were at the games. But it did help us separate the men from the boys in the conference, the really good teams from the not-so-good teams. And we're, we're at the halfway point, basically, and we're kind of figuring things out. Let's start off with a couple of them and a couple observations by me. We'll see if you agree or disagree. First of all, let's start off with Penn State. Drew Aller did manage to throw a touchdown pass, and he ran for another one as the Nittany Lions won 41-13. to Now, if that's all you know about this football game, you know nothing about this football game. It was tied at 10 at the half. Penn State went there. Northwestern is really scrappy, and they gave him a hard time, and Penn State was out of, out of sync. Uh, quite a bit in the first half, but they finally put it together. All that talent they have. Finally, they were able to move forward in this football game and uh, take control of it and win handily. But um, Allert, like his last and only previous start on the road at nearby Illinois, mind you, a few weeks ago, pretty pedestrian, 18 of 33, just 189 yards on the day. Nick Singleton, he ran for 80 yards in a score. He caught a touchdown pass in this game as well. But in the end, the Penn State defense was the star of this game. Too strong. Seven sacks on the day. One of those sacks knocked out Wildcat quarterback Ben Bryant out of the game. He landed on his shoulder. We hope it'd be okay. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, I think that was the fifth of seven sacks that knocked him out of the game. 12 tackles for loss in this game. They were all over up front. Defensive tackle Zane Durant had three of those 12 tackles for loss. And Jaquan Hardy with an interception, he was able to return for 34 yards. So the defense really stepped up, bought the offense some time to kind of get their act together on the road and come out with the big victory. Again, Penn State's got a lot of talent. They can afford to have a slow start out of the gate and still be fine at the end. And they are off this week, as a matter of fact, then uh, a tune-up against UMass on October 14th, and then the big one, the Ohio State Buckeyes on the 21st. Mark your calendars for that. Uh, that's when everything gets real for 
uh, for Penn State. Meanwhile, um, the Maryland Terps, they improved to 5-0. We spent a lot of time talking about this team last week on this podcast, just in case everybody's been paying attention to Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State. Don't forget the Terps. They got a big test coming up, but they go to 5-0 this weekend. Pretty easy 44-17 win over the Indiana Hoosiers. This is the Terps' best start since the 0-1 team started 7-0. That predates their time in the Big Ten. Talia Tungabaola hit Deshaun Jones, or, or, or Jay Sean Jones, rather, with a 62-yard pass. But first play from scrimmage, just boom. And they were off and rolling against the Hoosiers. Ty Felton hauled in seven catches for 134 yards and three touchdowns in this first half. This game was a wrap early on for the Maryland Terps. And uh, Talia had uh, six touchdowns in this game. He threw for five of them, along with 352 yards in the win. And their next game is their biggest game of the year thus far. They've had a nice, I've mentioned this before, they've had a nice easy crescendo into the schedule, and now it's going to be tough for a while. Let's see if they can keep it going. They've got the Ohio State Buckeyes next, who are also undefeated and are also coming off a bye, getting ready for this football game. As for the Hoosiers, uh, they seem stuck. Uh, Taven Jackson threw for 113 yards in an interception in this game. And then Brandon Sorsby came back in or came in and uh, led him to two scores, by the way. And I uh, threw two, two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. And earlier when Tom Allen was deciding between these two, Jackson and Sorsby, Jackson got the job because he was able to put points on the board where Sorsby wasn't, even though the offense never looked great e under either of them. But that's how Jackson got the starting job. So now Soresby comes in and he puts up two scores. The Hoosiers are going into their bye. They fall to two and three. I think this quarterback competition is open again, to be honest with you. So we'll see if they can figure things out during the bye for Tom Allen's crew over there. Uh, Michigan at Nebraska, another easy win. Michigan 45 to seven. J.J. McCarthy ends up passing uh, for two touchdowns in this ballgame, both of them. To Roman Wilson. Roman Wilson, by the way, leads Big Ten eight touchdowns. He's at eight touchdown receptions. He is clearly J.J. McCarthy's favorite target. Uh, I think he's had three multiple touchdown games so far this season, maybe four. I'm going off the top of my head on that, but it's in that ballpark. He's uh, been fantastic. Uh, J.J. ran uh, for another touchdown. I thought Nebraska might play kind of gritty in the trenches, kind of the way that Rutgers did last week, but that Rutgers played a better game against Michigan than Nebraska did. This thing was 28 to nothing at, at the half. It was a wrap. The Wolverines, they came into the game with the number one scoring defense in the country at just under six points a game. I know they're kicking themselves because they gave up a lone late touchdown, a breakaway late in the game and uh, did not get the shutout. But um, that was inside of five minutes to go, too. So I'm sure the defense is a little upset with themselves. But still, a great uh, great job and a great win. McCarthy, he doesn't need to put up huge numbers, does he? I mean, he was 12 of 16 for 156 yards before giving away to Indiana transfer Jack Tuttle for some snaps. They are just rolling in every facet of their game. And their running game totaled a season-high 249 yards. Blake Corum, 16 rushes for 74 yards in this game. Meanwhile, the Huskers, who led the Big Ten in rushing going into this game, and again, that's largely because that's that's really all they do. They're, they're a rushing football team. Uh, they don't pass a lot. But uh, they were held to a season-low 106 yards in this game. Again, nobody's running on Michigan, that's for sure. And, oh. 
did I mention this? Michigan committed zero penalties. You talk about a well-coached team. Zero penalties in the entire game. Perfection. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen some low penalized, you know, maybe two or three or four. I, I don't think I can, off the top of my head, I can't remember any team, pro or college, doing zero penalties in a game. So good job. That's uh, that's impressive. And they're already good enough to beat just about everybody, maybe everybody, and but they're not going to beat themselves either. So that makes it even more difficult on the opponent. So anyway, those are some of my thoughts on the uh, the blowouts. There are more. We had some more games. We will get to all of it. We'd love your comments at any time, by the way, at TalkBig10, number 10 on Twitter, or uh, hit me up on uh, on YouTube with comments down below. I always get through those every day. Uh, but we'll we'll blast through the rest of this conference and give you some thoughts moving forward into the upcoming weekend. And the Iowa Hawkeyes lost another offensive starter. You know, offense is their problem. But guys... They're still winning football games. They they won eight games last year with everybody complaining about the offense. Their offense is struggling. They're losing players, and, and they're winning. <laughs> they're four to one. And yeah, I, I can't explain it. It's incredible. We'll get into it. All that uh, coming up next right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about Athletic Brewing Company. They have completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. In fact, their award-winning brews beat out full-strength beers in global taste competitions. Atlantic Brewing Company brews over 50 styles of crap non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, golden, sours, whatever you like. Uh, got one right here, as a matter of fact. Yeah, about that? Um, they're, for, they're fit for all times, whether you're watching a game, whether you're watching your kid's game, working out, doing a podcast, no hangovers. It's non-alcoholic. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy them online at athleticbrewing.com. That's athleticbrewing.com. And uh, check them out. I highly recommend them. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. So let's do the best of the rest here. Coming off the weekend, many of you probably saw a nationally televised game on NBC Saturday night. It was Iowa and Michigan State. Had a blackout out there at Iowa. Iowa wins 26-16. to 16. This game was tied late at uh, 16 apiece. Cooper DeGene, we have talked about him all summer long. He, uh, he had three pick sixes last year. He is a fun player to watch. Knows for the football had a punt return under four minutes to go to give Iowa the lead in this game. And uh, it was a 70-yarder at 26-16, to 16, ended up being the final score. He had an interception earlier in the game. He is just, again, nose for the football. He is absolutely everywhere. And I, he's going uh, to have a career at the next level. He really is. Now, more bad news, if you will, for this Iowa and this Iowa offense. Uh, again, even with this... They needed a special team score to crack 20. That's that's not what I you know you want as an Iowa fan, but you get it however you can get it. Two weeks ago, they lost their starting tight end, Luke Lachey. That's NFL talent. That's gone. Starting quarterback Cade McNamara, he went down in the first quarter and did not return. Don't know if it's that old quad injury that had been bothering him all summer. You know, he had a knee last year, but that was the other knee. So I I suspect he re-injured the quad. I'm not sure. 
Uh, we'll find out very shortly, as a matter of fact. They've been nursing that quad since the very beginning of camp, and um, I don't know if he's going to be out. You know, we saw Drew Hill. He came in at quarterback because McNamara did not return, threw for 115 yards and a touchdown to Eric All, so that's good. But at, you know, And the Iowa Hawkeye defense kind of returned to its old self after an embarrassing outing against Penn State the previous week. They shut out the Spartans in the second half of this game and forced four turnovers, so that's all good. So, again, Iowa, you know, your offense is struggling, but you get a special team score. You got a defense that's making things happen. That's Iowa football. I know, and it frustrates the heck out of some people that want bigger offensive numbers. But, oh, by the way, the Hawkeyes are 4-1 and one right now. How many teams would kill to be 4-1? and one? It's just going to be the way it's going to be, I guess. And uh, on the other side, this was the Spartans' first game after the official firing of Coach Mel Tucker. And uh, they just have to find a way to move on. Just things are, are not happening for Michigan State right now. Louisiana at Minnesota. Minnesota won 35-24 over the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Gophers are coming off a game in which they blew a 21-point lead to Northwestern and lost that game in overtime. So they needed a big bounce back. They also had to do it without Darius Taylor. We talk about Darius Taylor all the time. Uh, he is, uh, he's got a, he had a leg injury from the Northwestern game. Ranked second in the nation at 133 yards per game and won three straight Big Ten Freshman of the Week honors, which we always uh, make a big deal about on this podcast. And uh, I shouldn't have done I was joking last week. He was going to run the table and win it every week. But unfortunately, he got hurt. Um, also, frankly, during the past two weeks, we've been pointing a problem that we think with uh, Minnesota's at quarterback with uh, Ethan Kaliak Manis. But he stepped up uh, Saturday, hit 12 of 14 passes for 146 yards and two touchdowns, both of them to Daniel Jackson. You remember Daniel Jackson? He was the one that did that fancy footwork in the end zone. Week one, made all the national highlights against Nebraska. So he got a couple of touchdown catches in this game. And the defense seemed to return to its early season form in the second half of this game as well. So Minnesota now gets ready for Michigan next week. That'll be a nationally televised game for the, the little brown jug that these two teams have played for since 1903. So a nice traditional game in the Big Ten. Let's talk about Iowa, I'm sorry, Illinois and Purdue. Ryan Walters and the Boilermakers, they got their first home win of the season with a 21-point explosion in the third quarter. They beat the Fighting Illini 44-19, another blowout in the Big Ten. Hudson Card threw two touchdown passes, and Tyrone Tracy rushed 21 times in this game for 112 yards and a touchdown. On the other side, Isaiah Williams did tally 113 receiving yards in the loss for the Fighting Illini. And, of course, Wagner taking on Rutgers, and look, Rutgers did what it is supposed to do in this game, and they won handily. I told you this game was going to be like, 60 to 7 or something. It was 52 to 3. Do I say Rutgers underperformed? No. They did what they're supposed to do. 52 to 3. Gavin Wimsett uh threw a touchdown pass and he rushed for two more in this football game. So, as we look ahead now, again with all these blowouts, what does it tell? It basically tells us who's good, who's who's got some work to do. But now we get to the second half of the season and a lot of these teams are going to start facing each other and we're going to have some really huge matchups. Uh, Friday night, we got Nebraska and Illinois. Those teams both need a win. Saturday, though, is the big one. At noon on Fox, Maryland at Ohio State. We're going to be talking about it all week here. 
on this podcast on Lockdown Big Ten. Rutgers is at Wisconsin, and, of course, Howard is at Northwestern. Northwestern wins that game, and look, it's Howard. I get it. That'd be three wins tripling their win total so far. I think David Braun needs to start getting some serious consideration of keeping that job full-time as the interim head coach, given everything they've done. He's got them playing pretty hard. I, I, I like that. Purdue is at Iowa, and, of course, Michigan at uh, Minnesota, as we just mentioned. I always want to take a moment during all of our podcasts to thank all of you uh, for making us your first listen each and every day and also ask you, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Click it on. It's free. That's it. And then you're in. You're in our own little Big Ten club, if you will, and it helps us out tremendously. Always appreciate it if you could subscribe. And if you've already done that, please feel free to share, follow, or like Lockdown Big Ten. Share it with your friends. Give us, uh, give them a heads up. If you got a Big Ten alumni, friend, or family member that maybe doesn't know about this podcast, let them know. We're here every day talking Big Ten. Nobody else like it. And uh, always appreciate uh, if you could share the word. Also on this channel on Fridays during the football season, we do our Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live program at from 11 to 1. I'm part of it. I'm a small part of it. It's a big production. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern till 1 p.m. Eastern on any of the Lockdown College channels, but also including this one on Lockdown Big Ten. So uh, speaking of 10, as you know, at the beginning of each week, I'm always watching, watching everything, jotting down notes, players, coaches, plays we've got our big 10 top 10 coming up the top 10 observations by me over the weekend we'll see if mine match yours all those coming up right here on locked on big 10 and also want you to snap into action this nfl season with FanDuel, america's number one sports book right now new customers get 200 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's uh, $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is very easy to use. they got a wide range of stuff. If you're not comfortable with point spreads, you can go money line, winners and losers, like we do on our pigskin picks. You could do prop bets. You know, there's a, will a certain player score more than one touchdown in a game or less? You can bet props like that. It's great. Uh, under, over, unders, anything you can think of, it's there. So just go check it out. Uh, go to uh, FanDuel.com slash locked on and uh, kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. So as promised, our Big Ten top 10 observations of this weekend. And we'll see if you agree. We're going to put these on screen one at a time. And, uh, and see what you think. So let's get it started. It's up there right now. I'll go full screen with this. Uh, at number 10, I put the Minnesota defense this weekend. They had uh, they had two interceptions in their game against Louisiana, so I thought I'd uh, give them a nice little mention here. At number nine, Michigan wide receiver Roman Wilson. Another, two more touchdown receptions. Eight for the season, leads the Big Ten. In touchdown receptions, as I mentioned, J.J. McCarthy's favorite target for sure for the Michigan Wolverines. Probably even could have put him higher than number nine this week. All right, at number eight, we are going to go back to Minnesota. And wide receiver Daniel Jackson, two touchdown receptions of his own in uh, in their game this past weekend. And uh, so we give him a mention at number eight. Let's continue here at number seven. Yes, Purdue, three touchdowns in the third quarter 
in their game against Illinois. An offensive explosion. The uh, hometown fans were loving it because they have yet to see Purdue win a game this year until the Illinois game and yet another Big Ten blowout. So Purdue keeping the fans of West Lafayette happy with this one. And at number six, the Michigan defense holding Nebraska to 106 rushing yards. That's what Nebraska does. They rush the football. They run. They don't pass. They're tops in the Big Ten in rushing, and Michigan holds them to 106 yards. That Michigan defense is for real. At number five, another mention for Michigan, zero penalties, zero a flawless football game. Coaches love this is a well-coached team, right? Right. Zero penalties. I don't ever recall ever seeing that happen before. So um, they get credit for that. They make our top 10 at number five. Let's go to number four. Iowa's Cooper DeGene. Uh, he is a fun player to watch. The 70-yard punt return and an interception against Michigan State in a nationally televised game. That was good for him. And see, not all is bad at Iowa. I keep telling you, four and one. Largely because of the defense in Cooper DeGene and special teams because of Cooper DeGene. It's just there, there are some good things going on there. Just struggles on offense. At number three, Talia Tagovailoa for Maryland. Six touchdowns, five through the air and one on the ground for the Maryland Terps against the Indiana Hoosiers. Again, Maryland 5-0, and getting ready to take on Ohio State this weekend. That is the big game on Saturday afternoon. At number two. Got to give a shout-out to Penn State defensive tackle Zane Durant for three tackles for loss in that Northwestern game. Always like to give the defense a little bit of love. It's not all about offense and touchdowns, right? we gotta, we got to make note when people do good things on defense. So we have a couple of them, several of them here on our list. And then at number one overall, the Penn State defense, in addition to the 12 tackles for loss, seven sacks in that game against Northwestern. They were just all over the place. So that's it. That's our top 10. How about you? Did I forget anybody? Did I leave anything out? Is your top 10 list any different from mine? Would love to hear from you at Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10, or comments here on YouTube if you would like to do that. So there we have it. Uh, pretty good list, I think, actually. A lot of good things going on around the Big Ten. And we love talking about it each and every week. In the meantime, tons of ways for you to get a hold of me. And uh, as I mentioned, Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10. Also, our new website. Uh, and we're very proud of it. Everything we do kind of funnels back to that. If you want to check that out in your spare time, TalkBig10.com. That's the number 10, TalkBig10.com. As always, uh, asking you to please subscribe. That is uh, great for us if you do. It's free. Subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every morning. We, again, we release the uh, the audio version, same thing. First thing in the morning. I think it's like at 4 in the morning if you're up, if you're an early bird for the car ride. And uh, then I think this video version comes out around 6 o'clock Eastern time every single day. And if, you're, if you subscribe, it goes right to you right away. You're good to go. Now I'm inviting you to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, have yourself a great day, a great week. Thanks for joining us. Can't wait to talk tomorrow right here on Locked On Big Ten, everybody. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thanks for checking us out.